Are we even in a position to do this podcast? I hate this. Sorry? I... Are you okay? I care. I, I went to bed nervous. I've had a terrible morning. I didn't feel like this before. I, before. You're getting into it, aren't you? I care so much. I've cried this morning about football, which <sighs> is just a game. But now I realise it's not just a game. You've passed the point of no return. Welcome to the club, Suze. Oh, why do I like it so much? We've converted you. It's been quite the morning. It's been quite the morning. It's made me so nervous. Yeah. I've had to lie down. I've had to have a cup of tea with sugar in. (laughs) (laughs) Had to breathe into a paper bag. (laughs) I've had an absolute mare, Maisie. (laughs) It's not a good game for the ticker, is it? No. I love being a football fan, but every every season and every tournament, I'm reminded of just what it does to my body, sort of physically. Just as a viewer, imagine playing it. It's it's a lot. It's a lot. It really is a lot. So um, obviously we're going to cover the England-Nigeria game. We're going to talk about Lauren James. We're going to talk about the fact that Nigeria played very, very well. And they, we're going to talk about the fact that we're obviously delighted that the lioness is a we don't sound it we are we are of course we are uh, slightly (laughs) shell-shocked yes i think that's it but to bring our heart rates down should we talk about what's been going on since the last time you and i sat down there's a lot i would like to say suze go on it's gloat o'clock again for goosey i think maybe in like episode one episode two i said this was going to be a tournament for a few underdogs right we're going to see some shock exits yes this has been the week for it. Yes, go on. Go well, through it. Well, we've had Germany. They're out. They were the first big ones out. Then we had Brazil out. Surprising. We've had the USA, the champions. Yeah. The reigning champions who are ready to break a record and get the fifth World Cup. Rapino to retire under that sort of uh, fanfare and instead retired after... Missing a penalty. Well, yeah, missing a penalty. It was blooming in the car park, wasn't it? <laughs> Saws Meg. I mean, she's done excellent stuff she's for the done game. Wonderful that is, things that is for not what you want to go out on, though, is it? No, no, that's a tough exit. It's a tough exit. There's been loads of upsets. Morocco beating Colombia 1 0, which didn't mean Colombia exited, but it means that Morocco finished ahead of Germany in Group A. Which is a huge surprise. There was a bit of uh, post match chat after the USA Sweden game yesterday, after those penalties, where any Aluko was asked. Where does this put the USA? And she said the USA is in this moment of transition. But yeah. I would say the women's game in general, women's football is, it feels, in a point of transition. These big teams mm-hmm. that have always dominated the game, they're now exiting. And instead, we're seeing these countries that have got far less funding, far mm-hmm. less profile, yes. far less resources. And they're they're, they're flying through. You they're putting even... on exceptional displays of talent. And you haven't even mentioned yet... The reggae girls. I know. This is the sort of thing I mean, though. We've got the reggae girls, we've had Morocco, we've had... I mean, Nigeria are so unfortunate not to go through. They like, were so strong, fearless, brilliant football. Strong is the word as well, Sue. Yeah. That's, like, that's perfect, that, because they were so... There were so many times where it was one player on battling for the yeah. ball and the, the sheer strength of those players yeah. pushing, forcing... There was one bit where they forced Lauren Hemp pretty much from like centre midfield right out to yeah, the sidelines. Yeah. <laughs> to Adelaide. Just, yeah. 
<laughs> Pack your bags. <laughs> it was Matt. Yeah, a very very stressful game. Okay, we're um, not we're not getting into that game. We're not getting into that game. But yet. let's discuss some other shock let's exits. Dis- let's discuss what else has been going on. We need to mention it's not just Rapino that has retired. Yeah, we need to talk about the Brazilian footballer Marta who. <sighs> That I'm, clip. That clip. I'm sure we've all seen it, but if you haven't, you've got to look it up. It's the press conference post-match where she talks about the fact that when she was growing up, there wasn't any women to look up to. She couldn't get a football shirt with the women's name on the no back of it. No reference of it. Yeah. She didn't know it was a thing. And, it, you know, it's something that people have said for a long time. Lots of people from marginalised communities say, you know, if you can't see it, you can't be it. Yeah. And, you know, with people like, with Megan Rapino and with Marta, it's fair to say that those two women together have changed the face of the game. A hundred percent. I don't think we should ever underestimate what an achievement it is to become something you never thought was even a possibility. Yes. You've created yes. the possibility yourself. Yes. That's a massive, massive feat. And there'll be so many girls but who's, who's now... They look at their dreams differently. They look yes. at their dreams as actual possibilities. Yeah, there'll be there'll be millions of girls across the world who see football, whether it's, oh, I'm going to grow up and be a fan for the rest of my life, or whether it's, yeah. I'm going to do this. I'm That's a, a really go good point, this. actually, even just to be, even just to watch it. For it to become to, something. To play that... it socially or something. Yeah. Been, I think there's a lot of people who will be like how you were prior to this tournament before I started giving you your heart attacks. Yeah. Who never you know, felt. Three that, weeks ago. <laughs> who never when felt. When my life that was they, good. <laughs> <laughs> when you had good mental health. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah Well, yeah. I've never had that, but <laughs> we'll get that You can far. dream. <laughs> but this is it. Like, I think there's a lot of people who've never even become a fan because they've never had sort of that that on their radar. Yeah. I feel like this, this tournament and indeed talking about Megan Rapinoe and Marta specifically, it's almost, it's opened up the game in a way to say to anyone, this is yours too. Yeah. Whether you're a fan, whether you're someone that wants to be involved in it in a five-a-side level or whether you're someone that goes, I'm going to try and play for Arsenal or Chelsea or Man United. 100%. And it's just meant that football feels accessible. Yeah, yeah. In every way. I think that's the the main attraction of women's football is is the inclusivity, Mm -hmm. the accessibility of it. Well, it's what we said on episode one. Yeah. It's for everyone. It is. I found myself getting really emotional when I was watching, when I've watched actually a lot of the matches, when it cuts to men in the audience that are crying yeah. and shouting and screaming. You think, yes, yeah, yes, you are part of this as well. We want the men to be watching. We yeah. want the men to be loving it. Like women go to watch the, yeah, the football the all the game. time. Yeah, 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 exactly. And I find Yeah, I feel that, that exactly. When you see like big blokes, like yeah. proper like screaming, yeah. like with all their passion in there, like that's... That's take, wonderful to see because it should never be mistaken for a women's sport for women. No, hundred percent. It's not that at all. And it's always the tiny men on social media oh going, God. "Oh, it's not the same." It's so boring. It's, it's so. It's so. I don't boring. care. I just don't care about yeah. your opinion. Well, you are going to. They'll get left behind because this game is only going to keep growing. That's what I was just about to say, but you said it <laughs> much more concisely than me. Oh, <laughs> were you about to wang on? No, I, I wang a little. A little bit wang. What? A little, a what? Sure. A what? Obviously, we've had Rapino, who's yes. had a final game before retiring. Marta. Yes. Alexandra Pop, mm-hmm. Germany's key player. Yes. She's got player of the match in the game that knocked Germany out. So then you've got to go and have your photo taken. Obviously, if you've seen the photo, she looks absolutely fuming. Yeah. Um, but that was another one where it's like, unreal player. And you do not want to be having an absolute belter of a game and then having your photo taken. And it's the game that you're exiting on. 
Yeah, that's tough. It's been shocking. But there's been some exciting moments sort of on the sidelines of the pitch. I'd love to just mention the Spanish forward, Alba Redondo. Mm. She scored three goals in four matches, scoring twice against Zambia and once against Switzerland. And both times she ran and kissed her partner. And I think not only is it really lovely to see that, to see a display of affection between two queer people, but I think certainly when we're thinking about that happening during a Zambia game, people are watching it in Zambia. Zambia is a country where it's still illegal to be gay and you will go to prison. It's considered the same as bestiality and it's considered a mental disorder. So the fact that she was brave enough to go and kiss her partner once again is showing us that, you know... We're obviously 100% behind the Lionesses, but there are women in every single team that are being brave and are being heroes, really. I've got to say it, to me, heroes for being unapologetically themselves and... And making a statement. And not being ashamed of who they love. And that is a wonderful thing to see. Yeah, 100%. Let's have a look at some uh, specific games then. Yes. Let's start with because there's so much to go through. Saturday, yes. there was Spain absolutely obliterated Switzerland, yes, didn't they? Yes, they really did. 5-1. Yeah. They're going to play the Netherlands on Friday morning. Netherlands have been looking good, so yes, I Yes, I know. Yeah. As you know, they were my second team. Of course, yes. Yes, the Orange Army. Yes. Japan beat Norway 3-1. Yeah, now they're looking good, aren't they, Japan? Yeah, they're very, very good. They're very, very good. They scored the 14th goal of the tournament and Hinata Miyazawa has scored five goals and equals the record for a Japanese player at a World Cup. Wow. They're looking really, really good. People are just smashing through world records left, right and centre. Literally, every game there's like a new record, (laughs) isn't there? amazing. So Japan won back in 2011. Right. Um, but they've already scored more goals than they did in that tournament. No way! Yes, they're having a pretty good time. Yeah, they really are. Um, and they've got Sweden next on Friday, who, of course, beat the beat, USA. Beat the USA. Did you watch that? I did watch that yeah. game, yeah. It was good, wasn't it? It was. T- I'm gl- it sort of prepared us. Little did we know at the time, but it was yes. preparing us for, for ours. I've got quite good watching uh, the England matches of knowing who the players are. I'm like, OK, yeah, I know who that is. Kate Stiller and Hemp. When you're watching Sweden, you are like, there's one blonde woman with a high ponytail yeah. passing yeah. it to the other blonde woman with a high ponytail. She's good. She's also very good. They've given it to the keeper. She's a blonde woman with a ponytail. <laughs> yeah, it's very... Hi, Barbie. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's go on to Sunday. Yes. Um, the Netherlands beat South Africa. Uh, you'll love this name, Suze. Uh, you know, the uh, midfielder, Danielle van der Donk. Yes, I know her well. <laughs> She will miss their quarterfinal as she received a second yellow card uh, after starting all of the Netherlands World Cup games in their history. Wow. So, yeah, yeah. Wow. She's, for the first time, not going to be on the pitch because of a second yellow, which feels like it's already warming up to what we're going to talk about later yep, on with yep, England, yep. but we'll, we'll stay with it for now. Okay. Then, then we had that nil-nil USA-Sweden game, which went to penalties. How do you feel about penalties? Like, we spoke before, didn't we, about the tactics. I think hit and hope, just whack it. What I would say for the USA is to sort of whack it still below the crossbar. Yeah, I would say that's um, probably... I'd, I'd try and get it in that net, that yeah, white that's, thing. Yeah, I think that's the main thing, isn't it? Aim for the netting of, yeah. of the goal. There's been a lot of people who've seemingly aimed for just above the bar. Yeah. And that 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 isn't going to bode well. No, um, I'd agree. It was an interesting game because you had two of the USA's penalties missed by kind of... Very hyped players, but of contrast. So you had Megan Rapino miss mm-hmm. hers. That yep. was her final kick of yep. professional football, really. Yes. Then you had Sophia Smith, who's been this name that we've been talking about over and over again. Real bright spark, 18 years old. Yeah. And she goes up to take the penalty that could win it for the USA. That's so much pressure. 
I think, you know, this is this has got to be an episode where we acknowledge the pressure these women are under. Yes, especially the very young women that where it's their first Really young. You know, we keep alluding to it. We will get there eventually with Lauren, Lauren James. James in the yeah. yeah, she's very young. But Sophia Smith, 18 years old, she goes up to take this penalty that she knows if she gets it in the net, it's taken her country through. And absolutely skied it. It's hard. This is a terrifying tournament. Yeah. They must train for penalties again and again and again and again. And you must just have to be trying to get yourself in that yeah. that space. Yeah. You've probably never experienced anything sort of close to it. When you yeah. think about these younger players, they've, they'll have played in, you know, league finals. But yeah. Fran Kirby was talking about after the USA. She yes. was like, you practice, you practice. All these all these little things she was saying of, of how long you wait after the referee yes. blows their whistle. If you want the ball given to you by the keeper, you know, when they can give you the ball and go, go on, oh. soon as you've got this. Yep. They've all got... Special, specific things that they yeah. like. So there's loads of stuff that you prep for, but ultimately, when you're in that arena, it's a completely different yeah. ball. Like, it's it's mad. We did see the first, like, sort of use of goal line technology to decide a result. Yes. So it's like goal VAR. Yeah, yeah. It, I mean, it felt kind of like the tennis again, didn't it? Yes, when it really did. The guy. bird's eye view. Because I, uh, like, as soon as seemingly the only uh, woman on the Sweden team, not with a long ponytail. <laughs> yeah. Um, but when Lena Hertig uh, was her name, she she took the shot. Keeper saves it, seemingly, and then it bounced behind, behind. the line, and then she got another hand to it. So I thought. Saved. I thought saved as well. That, I mean, that's got to have been terrifying when they're just like then all having to gather around, watching the referee put a put a hand to her ear, and then blow the whistle. Waiting for the moment on the Britney mic. Yeah. <laughs> what a way to win. Now I know way. we've mentioned Megan Rapinoe's final match. It might just be worth us sort of running through the stats of what she's done. Yeah, I think that's in a good her idea. Career. Yeah, because I think she also seems to be getting quite a lot of grief online which is she's, absolutely ridiculous yeah she's very outspoken brilliant yeah you know she's got a lot to say about the game and about women in the game and about queer rights let's just run down yeah. what an impact mm. she has had on the games so she's a two-time world cup winner in 2012 olympic gold winner and the only player to win both the ballon d'or and the golden ball which is the world cup's best player award she won both in 2019 making history she publicly came out in 2012 and has actively advocated for lgbtq plus rights and gender equality last year she became the first footballer to receive the Presidential Medal of Freedom and has also used her platform to speak out about social justice issues. In 2016, she became the first white American athlete to take the knee during the anthem yeah. as a protest against police brutality and racial injustice. I mean, after a few months, everyone was doing it, weren't yes. they? Yes. Everyone had sort of come up to speed of going, oh, yes, of course we should be doing this. But it this. takes real guts to be the first. It really takes real guts to be the first. And you can only imagine what white right-wing America did to that. And not just that. Trump tweeted that she wasn't a patriot. Oh, of course he did. Did he pipe up? Yeah, right? And yeah, yeah Because he's the a real arbiter of all uh, of what's ethical right. morality. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. I mean, I think if Trump tweets something about how bad you are... You know you've done it it's right. It's a real vote of confidence. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I think, yes, they've gone out, but what a career. And I think that it will go down in history that she had such a massive part in changing the women's game. Yeah. Absolute legend of the game. Mm -hmm. She'll be missed for sure. And, and, and will have inspired so many yep. players, as you say, not just with sort of style of play as a player, yep. but will have inspired them to be 
that person who stands up for yep. what's right on and off the pitch. Yeah. So not the exit that she wanted or deserved. No, but fair play. Incredible to have seen her in this tournament. We'll miss you, Beg. Should we, should we do it? Should we talk about the England game? I don't know if I'm ready. <laughs> you did not say that with some determination. No, I've got no... I'm not ready. I'm not ready. <laughs> it was stressful. What a game! Oh, we always greet each other to do this podcast with like such a cheery... Like, we'll meet upstairs for a coffee and be like, hello, did you watch the game? We literally... Held each other. Both arrived and we were like, are you okay? Yeah. Are you all right? <laughs> Very stressful. Yeah, I went to bed nervous. I went to bed nervous. I got a text from uh, Susie last night saying, Maisie, what have you done to me? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to bed nervous yeah. about football. Yeah, I mean, this has never happened in my life. I love it. This is what I wanted. Why? It's so stressful. It's, it's great, though. It's great. I woke up this morning. I was just... I got. I sent you a picture in the nicest way of, of my legs. Yeah, I got, goosey. I got all goosey. I didn't realise you got goosey for the football as well. Oh yeah, goosey for the <laughs> goosey for the game <laughs> all the time. <laughs> um, yeah, I was. I was very goosey this morning. Were you pacing? Yeah. Oh, yours. You better believe it. Yeah. Get your yeah. steps in. Oh, I've already done my ten thousand. Oh my god, <laughs> it was um, it was terrifying. Now we we knew that Walsh was back. Yes, Kira Walsh was back in the squad. <sighs> We knew that it was going to be actually quite a tough game. We, yes. uh, the, the England players had given quite a few interviews saying Nigeria not to be underestimated. Yes, and we were we were together on Saturday night. We had a little, it was Brighton Pride this weekend and I, I had a little get together and Maisie and, and Mike came over and you were saying that you'd spoken to a couple of England, ex-England yes. players. Yeah, I spoke to um, Katie Chapman and Rachel Yankee mm. um, at this. Has their family got anything to do with the candles? I hope so. I imagine it. If, if she has, I'm going to get in the DMs because I'd love a few freebies of them. Oh yeah, especially around Christmas. Yeah, mm. absolutely. I don't. I don't think of the Yankee Candle fame. I don't think so. Just football. Just football. Anyway, so um, you but yeah, we, uh, they were playing in this game for Ukraine that I was mm-hmm. uh, commentating, and I, I said to them, I said, "What do you What do you think for the Nigeria game?" And they both sort of did that. It wasn't a reassuring reaction. Right. Basically, they they both let out a very deep breath, like that, and then went, "It's going to be tough." Rachel Yankee said that she. Played, she can remember playing Nigeria and just the sheer, it was like tackling a wall, she said. Yeah. Just, just absolute pure strength on the pitch. I think we saw it. It was a terrifying game. Yeah. And it felt, we were, you know, our group chat was, was, uh, popping was, off. was popping off. And we, we said on there, it felt like a sort of ticking time bomb. Yeah, it felt with like Nigeria. They were ready. They were ready. They, they were, were ready. ready. They knew they were determination. ready. Yeah, yeah, they were ready with some determination. It felt like from the moment that first whistle went. Yeah. They, had, they, they had knew exactly clear, what they were doing. Yeah, clear formation. They did not leave Lauren James alone. Like well, you yeah. could, we've all been saying, get the ball to James, and we're laughing. Yeah. Couldn't get the ball no. to her. Completely marked, as you say, it was just getting it up into yeah, their attack. Yeah, it felt like in the goal area, they yeah. just couldn't seem to yeah slow it down enough to score. Yeah, yeah. everyone. Few near misses though, Sue. Oh. That one on the bar, yes, crossbar, yes. that was squeaky bum time. That was very squeaky bum yeah, time. Yeah, I was 5p50 in on that. What does that mean? Uh, well, your bum hole goes like a 5p and a 50p. <laughs> I don't that think we can is... keep that in the podcast, sorry. I think we probably can. It's uh, a phrase from my nan, would you believe? <laughs> so shout out to Dorothy for that one. Um, uh, yeah, it, it was terrifying. It was absolutely terrifying. Also, we should quickly mention that this game nearly had a penalty actually in the game. Yes, which is happening a lot. 
Yeah, there's been so many penalties. So stressful. So many penalties. Um, So this was when Rachel Daly was in the box. She was. It it looked like she was pushed, and then it was played back. And I was like, "Oh, is that is that the GCSE drama coming in handy there?" Yeah, you know. I'm not sure. And then we were lucky not to have one given against us with Lucy Bronze down the yes, other end. Yes, that's right. Towards, towards the end of the match. Yeah. And so frustrating with what happened with Lauren James. Yeah, let's talk about that. So as you mentioned, she was so marked. That had clearly been a huge part of the conversation, the training for Nigeria yeah. before the match, that this girl can't get near the ball. Yeah. Whatever we do, she's got to be marked. And Lauren James is a player that excels when she's given the freedom to move with the ball. But... And she wasn't given it. So no. she's frustrated. She's yeah. really frustrated. Yeah, she couldn't breathe. Yeah. She, there were, I mean, she must have had so few touches. Yeah. And you could see it. You could see her getting frustrated with not being given the ball. Yeah. Like, the, the, we couldn't get the ball up to her. And then when she did have it, she's, all, she's always somebody who we're so confident can keep it. Nigeria were coming in with some brilliant tackles. Yeah. You know, not to excuse what Lauren, I think Lauren James will watch this back. I think Lauren James will watch the game back. And Yeah, not this podcast. No. <laughs> I think Lauren James. I don't, think, will, I don't think she knows either of us. Exist. I don't think she's. I don't think her immediate thought was to get back into that changing room and listen to Big Kick Energy <laughs> and see what our thoughts were on uh, on Backgate. Yep. I guess we're calling it Stampgate. Yeah. I don't yeah. know if it was a stamp. No, Stamp's was, a bit strong. So I originally okay. thought it was. So I'm sure you've all seen it, but the Nigeria player goes down, and I thought. And she did sort of pull. Yeah. James down with her, didn't she? It was. And it when was a she bit got scrappy. back up, she sort of put Lauren. James put both hands on the Nigeria player's back. I thought it was originally that. I didn't see the foot. Yeah, the foot. If it so was when just they the blew hands. it, when they blew the whistle, I was like, oh, come on, you know. And then I watched it back. And the more it, went, it was being replayed really, on that yeah, VAR. Yeah. You're going, well, that's a red card. There's no yeah. two ways about Alex it. Alex Scott was saying from the punditry, she was like, that's a red. That's a red. I think Lauren James probably knew it as well. Devastating. Devastating, especially given the tournament she's had. She's been playing the football of her life. Listen, we've never been in those positions. Oh, so, I feel more than anything, I feel really sorry for her. Yeah. Because you know that she went to the dressing room. It's and not she, excusable. No way. But she shouldn't have done it. Absolutely not. It's um it's something she'll absolutely learn from and she'll know. She'll be really, really angry with herself, I'm sure. Oh, and that will haunt her. Do you think people will be cross with her? It's hard to say, isn't it? I I imagine that there's so much done psychologically within the squad where you go. This is a don't team. Blame this people, is a don't team. Blame people, yeah, yeah. We, we win together, we lose together. I, I, I'm saying that if that was in any five-a-side game or any sort of yeah. Sunday that you're going, bloody hell, what were you thinking? Stamping on her back. Yeah, right. But you saw Chloe Kelly interviewed at the end of the game. They said, oh, you scored in the Euros final, you scored a penalty in the finalissima and you've scored the winning penalty in this one. What is it about you that makes England win? And she went straight away. She went, no, 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 no. No, it's the team. So I don't think there is that mentality. You did this, I did that, yeah. Yes, I don't think, yeah, you let us down, I brought us up. I don't think there's any of that. No, I think, no, I think they have a moment after they score, don't they, where they're like, it was me! And then yes. they go, and, <laughs> yeah. and, but also, my team. <laughs> I would absolutely love it if that's what they shouted when, when, she, went, when she went to the, audi- the audience, <laughs> when she went to the crowd, it was me! It was me! <laughs> but... Yeah, more than anything, I think, obviously, Lauren James, a, a, a mistake, not yeah. excusing it one bit, but I really feel for her. Yeah. We've all made mistakes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you consider the weight that's on that girl's shoulders. And, Such you a know, age. to go, you know, you got player of the match, 
Last match, you got player of the match, the match before that. What are you going to do in this match? Are you going to be brilliant again? Exactly. You're going to score the goal? Oh, God. And then just to go out like that? Yeah. 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 That's it. I think more than anything, it'll be frustration on her end, won't it? We need to just briefly talk about Nigeria. They can leave the tournament with their heads held high. Oh, can't my they? God. I mean, we both said when we turned up to do this record. I'm if, gutted for them. <laughs> like, yeah. If that was us, if we'd we, gone out oh. like that, you'd feel so robbed. You'd feel so robbed. They played exceptionally. Yeah. Exceptional football. And you spoke earlier about the hurdles that these nations have yeah. overcome. Nigeria, you know, they've they've never got further than a quarterfinal. Mm-hmm. They deserve to have got to a quarterfinal. They really do. They deserve... They really they, did, they, sorry. They, they, they were a team that should have progressed further than a round of 16. They did a performance that was worthy of a, a quarter, a semi, even a final. Yes. They, they were absolutely exceptional. And I... I felt quite tearful watching them yeah. coming off the pitch, yeah. crying. There was real sisterhood. Yeah. Uh, I don't know if people saw, there was a camera that just went right up to the girl's oh, face. And you think, give her a minute. Come on, there man. will be There will be a moment where they have a post-match chat and you can get all your pictures and yeah. whatnot, but a camera inches from your face. And Chloe Kelly just pushed the camera away yeah. and all of... You know, four or five of the lionesses got around the Nigerian goalkeeper and pulled her up. That's it. And put their arms around her. But there's certainly a level of sisterhood that you're seeing in this competition, yeah. which is really important. That's it. It's not just a lioness thing. It's 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 been prevalent across the tournament. It's a really lovely thing to see yeah. happening. It's just reminded me, Charlie Baker, your friend of mine, mm. um, really good comedian, he dropped us a message saying, like, about that sort of spirit that, that we're seeing in the game. And he said, Millie Bright's got real, we all leave the nightclub together energy. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yeah, she None does. of those girls would let you walk home on your own. They'd go, no, you're getting in a taxi with yes. me. You're none staying them, at mine. None of them, you'd get, not one of them would send you a text saying, babe, I've decided to go. Yeah, absolutely. I'll yeah. speak to you tomorrow. No yeah. way. Yeah. And they'd all go, text me when you get home. Yes. Yes. 100%. They really are. 100%. Yeah. Those girls, they look out for each other. Definitely. I think I want to mention just quickly, I don't know if you heard the BBC commentator saying, Erp's up. You're lying. No. Erp's comment- up. Erp's up. And I've had Stop a message it. from quite a few listeners saying, they then said, side your head. No. Not not on the com- not on the commentary, but at home people were saying side your head. So the commentator said Erp's up. In what? Why? Why did Because she stop was there? down. Oh. I don't know. They didn't stop there. It's not a chant. It is a chant. It's not a chant. It is a chant. And now we've had half of it said on the BBC. <laughs> it's official. So look, Your chant hasn't been on, has it? No, but I think at home people are going, Mary, Erp's, 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 bam, bam. I don't think so. I don't think so. Sorry, if it's not been said by the commentary team, it's not it's not an official chant. I was surprised at how well England did when they went down to ten. Yeah. As soon as Lauren James went off and we were in extra time, I thought, well, now we're now it's over. We were let's be honest, we were both hoping for penalties. Yes, absolutely. Because we were it going didn't only, look like a goal. Only gonna... five more minutes. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was counting down. I was counting down. The, I, it didn't seem like there was ever going to be a goal from open play. No. So it it was really running down the clock to get to penalties and they did really really well really really well with 10 players yeah they did so what do you think the atmos in the England camp is like now I think and listen we've done well to get this far through the podcast yeah. but I think it'll be like when you are on a lineup with um, <laughs> bring it back to stand up don't worry yeah and it's a really tough gig mm-hmm. but all of you somehow managed to pull through maybe the mid- get away with it yeah maybe the middle spot got booed off or heckled 
Yeah, but heckled until they went, do you know what? I'm, I'm going to go. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. We've yeah. Seen so it. it's, it's a bit of a tense atmosphere backstage and you've just got through it. Yeah. Okay, and what do you think they're going to be thinking about the match on Saturday? I feel like there's still a chance for us. I feel like we're absolutely... We have to. We're in this competition. We're in the quarterfinals. We're in the quarterfinals. We're through to the live shows, Suze. We've, we're through to the live shows. We've done judges' once houses. Again, once again, Maisie is bringing this back to the X Factor. I will keep doing it. Serena Wiegmann is the Nicole Scherzinger of football and you know it. Do you have some emails? I would absolutely love to. Do you want to go first? <laughs> yes. Let's uh, we've got one from Amy uh, who says, Hi Susie and Maisie. Hi. Big fan of you both and of what you're doing to champion women's sport and LGBTQ plus women. I'm a massive fan of both football and netball so I've been glued to the telly this summer. Glad you gave netball a shout out on your pod. Oh... Listen, it's been a fantastic uh, tournament for the England netball team. Yeah, it has. Are they the Roses? That we yeah, the Vitality yeah. Roses. They very sadly didn't win their final. No, uh, against Australia. Against Australia. But what a campaign for them. What a campaign. Yeah, to get to the final, just incredible. Again, what they're doing for the women's sport. Yeah, it's you just know, another it's sport so that doesn't get the recognition it, it deserves at all. And do you think that's because when we were growing up, it was like, the girls can go and play netball and the boys can go and play football? Well, I don't know if that was like for you. Yeah, Obviously, it was. I'm it was. We were so yeah, much older. Yeah, it was just... Who we, we, yeah, we only played netball. And again, that felt that felt redundant because you're going, why are you making... As a football fan, I was yeah. like, why are you going to make me play netball? I don't even see it on the telly. Yes. You know, it's not like you're making me go and play a sport that actually I do see yes, on exactly. the TV. So again, like... Loads of people love playing netball at school, but you would never see it sort of, you know, it was never given the the platform or respect or profile. So amazing result for yeah. for the England team to get all the way to a final. And it's no surprise, actually, that Australia, who's won their 12th Netball World Cup, that netball is a really celebrated game yeah. in Australia. Yeah. Men and women play. It's a big game for them. It's a big sport. They get a lot of, you know, publicity and support yeah. from the country. So I think to say that our team have done so well when they've got probably 10%. Yeah, and came <laughs> up against the biggest dog in the competition. Yeah, like, I think. Yeah, huge, yeah. huge, well done. Huge congratulations Thanks, to, Amy. Uh, to the netball team. Right, here we go. From Katie. Hi, Pacey and Goosey. I just oh, want... I love it when they use our yeah, nicknames. Yeah, me too. I just want to say what a huge fan of the pod I am. I've been a long-time women's football fan, but I unfortunately ruptured my ACL... <sighs> And MCL and... There's an MCL. Meniscus. Meniscus. Not a clue, Not a clue, but but whatever it is. Yeah, it sounds sore. In November, playing football at uni, just three weeks after my 19th birthday. Ouch. Since then, I've had a love-hate relationship with football as my rehab has really challenged me mentally and physically and forced me to spend my first year of uni at home studying remotely. That is so tough. That's rough. Because half of uni's being at uni. Yeah, More than half. But thanks to your pod and the joy you two bring to it, I can't help but listen to every episode as they remind me of why I love women's football and its inclusivity so much. And to top it off, after nine months and two surgeries this week, I have finally been officially cleared to start running outside again, which is very exciting. Well done, Katie. Sending much love and a huge thank you. I mean... Oh, Katie, you've been through it, girl. Haven't you? (laughs) Haven't you just? I mean, to say that she's hurt herself whilst playing football. I mean, the last time I injured myself, I slept funny. (laughs) That's what happens, Maisie. This is 37. Such a boomer. I am not a (laughs) boomer. A boomer? She's such a boomer. I'm such a boomer. 
I, honestly, I did my shoulder and I thought, what have I done? Oh I my thought I slept God. on the side Shoes. I don't normally sleep on. Mate, you got this all to come. I have not. You have? I haven't. I'm a young spring chicken. Eight years between us, in eight years, mm-hmm. you'll be coming to me going, bye-bye. I'm the, same, I'm the same age as the England captain. Just want to put that out there. 29. And as I said, very much ready next week. Very much free. <laughs> I'll pay for my own flights. I don't care. I don't think if they're having to pay... I reckon they're going to use the people off the bench before they ring you. Yeah, I'm just saying that if they I don't... I think they're going to go, oh, God, do you reckon we can get hold of that girl that did eight minutes in Soccer Aid? Wow! It was more than eight minutes. <laughs> it was about 12, I'll have you know. <laughs> it was about 12. And, a, and what a 12 it was. 12 with a shot on target. So wind your neck in. Wind your sprained <laughs> neck in from sleeping funny. Okay, so before we go, yeah. I think it'd be great to know exactly where we're at. We know that the Lionesses were in the quarterfinals. That's going to be on Saturday and at 11.30. And we'll be playing either Colombia or, or Jamaica, Jamaica, the reggae girls. So, but yeah. where else are we? Who's still in the final 16? Who have played? Who's yet to play? Who are already in the quarterfinals? Maisie, give us some stats so we all feel like we know where we are. So we're through to the quarterfinals. 100%. You've got Spain versus the Netherlands. That's a quarterfinal? Yep. Yep. Then you've got Japan versus Sweden. Another quarterfinal. And you've got Australia versus France or Morocco. Right. That'll be a quarterfinal. And that's... But we don't know who. We don't know who yet. It's going to be Australia versus France or Morocco. So France and Morocco are playing tomorrow. And whoever wins that will play the Matildas. We'll play the Matildas. Semo. So us versus Jamaica or Colombia. Spain versus Netherlands. Japan versus Sweden. Australia versus France or Morocco. Basically, it's still a long old slog to go, Suze. That's the, that's the takeaway from this. Basically, lots of people are playing very, very well. Yeah. And even if it's not us, it's a great time for women in football. It's really, really and good. And that must be celebrated. It's, it's genuine. It's been so lovely seeing all of the people that are enjoying this tournament. And I re- like... It's been hell. <laughs> it's been hell of becoming a football fan. I'm exhausted. I'm stressed. I've got tension in my neck. Would you want it any other way? I'm loving it. Right, exactly. <laughs> it's worth the neck tension. It's great. I've got an osteopath. I'm loving the football. It's so good. It's so good. Yeah. Thank you to everybody that's listening and enjoying it. We're loving doing this. And just as a little reminder, please keep sharing it. We can see you guys sharing it. It means so much to us. We've now got an Instagram account, which is called Big Kick Energy Pod. We were you up might... all night thinking of that name. We were, we? we were. It took yeah. weeks, yeah. You know, because you might want to stay across it, because, you know, we might have announcements about, you know, different things. Maybe. Sis. Who knows? Who knows? Sis. Who knows? And we want you to get in touch with us. The email is bigkickpod at gmail.com. Uh, it's meaning so much to us. Like us, rate us, review us, share us with your mates. The more of you that listen, the more chance we have of maybe this carrying on for a bit. You are so bad at surprises. Well, listen, don't we ever, don't know. ever plan a surprise. We don't know. We don't know for defo. We need to get the numbers up. If the numbers get up high enough, who knows? Who knows if this podcast could continue? Oh, my gosh. Are you annoyed? You're like, my granddad was like this, like terrible. It, it really, really alludes to a surprise. And then like my parents would be like, can you, can you not? And he'd go, what? I never mentioned a bike. <laughs> when I was a kid, I used to get so stressed about Christmas, I would open my presents and then rewrap them up because I couldn't bear the surprise. That is the most on-brand story I think you've ever told me. So you know I'm a person with anxiety. Yes. You've seen my shows, you know me. Now you've got me into football and you've made it ten times worse. I hope you're happy. Very happy. Join us next time on Big Kick Energy. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.